you can't control the things that happen to you. The only thing you can control and the one thing that you have 100% control of is how you respond to it, right? And stoicism is a lot about balance, right? It's like when good things happen, don't be ecstatically happy. When bad things happen, don't be incredibly sad and depressed. Try to practice an equanimity. Try to practice a sense of just steady balance. Hello, and welcome to the Art of Living Well podcast. I'm Stephanie May Potter, and I'm here with my co-host, Marnie Dachis marmette We created the Art of Living Well podcast to empower you to live your happiest, healthiest, and most authentic life. Each week, we will bring you inspiring and motivating conversations covering health and wellness topics, including fitness, mindset, food, travel, product reviews, and strategies from a variety of experts, including our own bank of knowledge. We are excited to educate, motivate, and inspire you to change the way you perceive health and discover your art of living well. Get ready to feel inspired. Hello, and welcome to episode 144 of the Art of Living Well podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. It's officially fall, and we're starting to approach that fun, festive, and busy time of year. You know, first it's Halloween and then Thanksgiving, really just a few weeks away. And then we all get into a very busy time of year that includes social gatherings and holiday traditions and sweets and alcohol and maybe some gifts and lots of family time. And so for our third year in a row now, we are running our 30-day Thrive During the Holiday Season program. And this program really helps guide you to prioritize your health and well-being during that busy, fun, and sometimes even stressful holiday season time of year. We um, have weekly calls together as a group. There's mindset tips and lots of recipes and these coaching calls that I mentioned earlier. And we really gather a group of like-minded people. So we would love for you to join this private community and stay festive, fun, and feeling fabulous this holiday season. Our program starts November 16th and runs through December 13th. So for more details and to sign up, you can click the link in our show notes or head on over to theartoflivingwell.us. And we look forward to having you join us. Also, if you're a regular listener, you may have heard now that we're doing these monthly episode formats called the Health Transformation Audits, where we bring our community members onto the show for a 15-minute experience where we really guide you to identify what's holding you back from your ideal health and wellness. And we analyze with you and we talk it through so that you can walk away with a tangible action step. As integrative health practitioners and health coaches, we really love doing this kind of work with you. Check out some of our other episodes, episode 121, 126, and 131 to hear from a few of our community members who have been guests on the show for the Health Transformation Audit. Even better, we would love to have you on. So click the link in our show notes or head on over to our website, www.theartoflivingwell.us and sign up for your very own 15-minute health transformation audit. Stephanie and I are excited to share today's guest, Dr. Yug Varma. 
Yag Varma, PhD, is the co-founder and CEO of Phyla, the world's most advanced probiotic acne system. He has 10 plus years of microbiome research experience, including an extensive background in bioorganic chemistry, microbiology, and synthetic biology. Dr. Varma received his scientific training at several distinguished academic institutions, including Johns Hopkins University and the University of California, San Francisco. His scientific work has been published in many prestigious journals, including Nature. Dr. Varma's mission is to change the way we treat chronic bacterial diseases, and he is working tirelessly to achieve this goal with a microbiome-based technology platform. He is passionate about promoting scientific literacy and devotes a significant amount of time demystifying microbiome research and making the latest research accessible to the general public. So what does that mean to us? Well, we had Dr. Varma on the show to talk about Phyla and this amazing product line, um, which includes these proprietary probiotic ingredients that he calls phages. And he's going to talk all about this and the ingredients in the product and the amazing results that he has seen that with people that have acne. And Yug really dives into what acne is and what is the prime cause of acne and, you know, why some people have beautiful skin and some people have more acne prone skin and how does food affect it? And, you know, what did their research uncover when they were looking at the connection between the microbiome of your skin and your acne? It was such a fascinating conversation. Stephanie and I both learned so much. We both Um, have been using the products. I have given my son the products. He really likes them so far. His skin looks great. And we are just so excited to share this conversation with you today. But first, a quick word from our sponsor, Shield Your Body. Shield Your Body is a company that makes products to shield your body against electromagnetic frequency, or EMF radiation, from modern technology. Did you know that all modern technology is a source of EMF radiation? Cell phones, laptops, Wi-Fi, even your refrigerator is a source of EMF radiation. And each year, we are exposed to more and more EMFs. There are literally thousands of high-quality, peer-reviewed scientific studies demonstrating clear links between exposure to EMF radiation and a wide range of negative health effects, from anxiety and infertility to sleep disruption and cancer. Fortunately, there are easy ways that you can reduce your EMF exposure right now that cost you absolutely nothing. After reading the Shield Your Body Guide, I stopped using my AirPods, something I used daily for hours sometimes, and have switched back to the old school wired headphones. And for me, after reading the Shield Your Body Guide, I really put my foot down and insisted that my kids keep their cell phones and their laptops out of their bedrooms at night while they were sleeping. And I've been working on Jordan as well. And I think after reading the guide and listening to our podcast, he has finally agreed to do that. So download your copy of a free guide at shieldyourbody.com to start improving your health right now. And be sure to check out our episode number 123 with our blank CEO of Shield Your Body. Doug, thank you for coming on our show today. We're really excited to have you on because we know that 
Acne is a topic that affects a large population from teens to adults. And I know I personally struggled with acne at several points during my life, not always in my teenage years either. It always took like the Band-Aid approach, but never fully understood the underlying root cause. And Marnie and I both have teenagers who have experienced acne, and we know this topic is going to really resonate with a lot of our listeners out there. And just can't wait to share your immense knowledge on this topic with everyone today. And Yug, we know everyone has a story, and we would love to hear your journey in a nutshell of how you became interested in the microbiome and ultimately co-founded Phyla, the world's most advanced probiotic acne system. Yeah, absolutely. Stephanie, Marnie, great to be here. Thank you for having me. And um, I'm, you know, my background is I'm a scientist. Um, I got my PhD from Johns Hopkins. Um, then I did a postdoc at UCSF in San Francisco. Uh, and then I started this company. And, um, you know, I've been studying the microbiome now for about 11 or 12 years. Um, it's, it's a pretty young field. So it's been just amazing for me to be at the forefront of some amazing research, see the amazing innovation that's coming out almost month over month. And the, the real curiosity with which a lot of consumers have approached the microbiome where they want to learn more and, you know, and stuff like that. So as a starting point, you know, I've been fundamentally fascinated by the, the technology that we use in uh, phyla, which is bacteriophages or phages. Um, so these are just small viruses um, that, you know, they're harmless to us, but they, they are abundant throughout the ecosystem. They're in seawater, they're in soil, they're in us, on us, and billions of these phages pass through our body harmlessly every day. Uh, while they're harmless to us, they are the most lethal thing to bacteria that we know of. They're nature's best defense against bacteria. And they're also very selective. So um, they can kill one type of bacteria and not hurt any of the other good bacteria that thrive on our skin and keep us healthy. And so that was kind of a starting point. And as I was developing this technology, um, as a postdoc uh, in the university, um, you know, I got kind of bitten by the entrepreneurship bug um, and I was looking for a co-founder and, and I found my co-founder, Maria, who is a biotech executive. Uh, and her personal story has been that she has had acne her whole adult life, ever since she was a teenager. Um, pretty miserable with it. Like, you know, most people with acne wanted a cure. Um, and so she did everything, including multiple rounds of Accutane, which is, you know, very strong drug, a lot of side effects. Unfortunately, it did not cure her acne. What it did give her was liver damage. Um, and so even today she has a modified diet and, you know, a lot of things she can't eat. So she had a very personal stake in this. And when she learned that you know, I was developing this technology and, and directing it towards acne, she was very, very interested. And we kind of jumped in together. Uh, we got a government grant in NIH SBIR to start with um, based on some really solid science. And then, um, you know, we've raised a couple of rounds of funding. You know, we, we launched this product. We did a clinical trial, which, which to us is very important. But fundamentally, from kind of the founding team, it was my curiosity and determination to bring a, a, a very promising technology to market. And then Maria's really personal kind of mission to help people like her to not have an experience like hers 
where you're so desperate that you literally do anything to your skin or body to, to make the acne go away. Um, and, you know, we're, we're just not giving people great options in acne. Everything causes inflammation or dryness, or irritation or worse, right? With Accutane, it's, um, you, you know, blood work, liver damage, birth defects, risk of depression and suicide. And, and we're talking about teenagers, which is an especially vulnerable population. Wow. Well, I think what you're doing is so cool. And I've been so interested in the microbiome myself, like since I first heard the term, which was many years ago. And I try and kind of dive in and read everything I can about it. And I love how you explained the bacterial phages, because I've never heard that before. And the, the fact that you guys kind of figured out that these little small viruses, if I'm explaining this right, are lethal to bacteria. And then they, they can specifically kill just one type of bacteria, which I'm guessing we're going to dive into more, but relates yep. to the acne. I just think that's so, so cool. It's like amazing. Um, but I'm wondering before we dive into all of that, if we can start by kind of telling our listeners you know, what is acne and what is the prime cause of this, you know, of these skin blemishes? Absolutely. And, you know, I'll, I'll take it one step back and just define the microbiome in, in really simple terms so we can understand, you know, what we're working with. So, you know, I love to tell people, you know, you don't realize it, but you have a rainforest on your skin. You have a rainforest's worth of diversity on your skin. And this rainforest is invisible because its trees are made up of bacteria and fungi and viruses, which are microorganisms that live in a community that we call microbiome. So this community of microbes that lives in and on us, you know, we have a gut microbiome, we have a skin microbiome, we have a microbiome in our mouth. Uh, they all, you know, flourish and thrive and play an important role as we've realized in the last several decades in keeping us healthy. And just like a, a rainforest, when you're healthy, it's a diverse, strong, resilient community. Um, but when you get a chronic bacterial disease like acne, a bad bacteria comes in and it overgrows and it causes an imbalance in this ecosystem, this rainforest. Um, and so to get back to health, you have to you know, address that imbalance and bring your system back into a state of balance. Because essentially what acne is, is this one bacterium, C. acnes, that overgrows and that sends signals to your skin to protect itself. And this, the skin responds with inflammation. Uh, and that's what, what acne is. It's just redness, pimples, that's, it's all just inflammation in response to bacterial overgrowth. Now with acne, it's one bacteria that's causing the problem. And so if you just kill that one bacteria without hurting the other good bacteria, the good you know, citizens of the rainforest, then that's the best way to get to, to balance and, and the best way to ensure that the acne won't come back. However, all, all the you know, solutions that we have for acne right now, from benzoyl peroxide to antibiotics to retinoids, all of them have kill bacteria, but they're indiscriminate killers. They cannot stop. They kill the bad bacteria, but they kill the good as well. And so what they're doing is they're turning this rainforest into a desert by just decimating everything. And the, the short-term implication, of course, is you get inflammation and dryness and irritation and 
all these side effects. But the long-term implications are that you're almost setting yourself up for a relapse because this rainforest that you that protects your skin is no longer there. So the moment you stop taking these very strong drugs, and, and you obviously can't take these drugs forever, um, your acne often comes roaring back. And it's a really frustrating, but unfortunately very common experience with acne sufferers, which is they try something, it's working great. And three, four months later, they're back to square one. It's super frustrating. It's a waste of everyone's time and money and emotional energy. And there has to be a better way. All right. That was such a brilliant description of your microbiome and acne and bacteria. I, I just love it. It was, it was simple. It was very easy to understand, but just realizing that acne is just one bacteria and just attacking that one without getting the rest of the beneficial bacteria in your microbiome on your skin, which is what your products are doing. So it's like, wow. It's, I, it's like, why didn't anyone think of this before? You know, I mean, good for you guys for, for doing the hard work. So that was great. Thank you. Um, so, you know, can we just dive in and talk about some of like, almost like the misconceptions or, you know, why, why do some people get acne and others don't, you know, is mm -hmm. it genetics? Is it our diet? You know, Marnie and I have even talked a little bit on this show about our gut microbiome and acne and is it dairy or sugar and some foods that do cause the inflammation? Maybe, maybe not. You can touch on that. Yeah, absolutely. Now we all know that acne is a complex condition, right? Um, it's affected by so many factors, including diet, stress, hormones, genetics. But when you, you know, the latest microbiome research has shown that all of these are secondary factors that feed into the prime cause, which is an overgrowth of bacteria. In other words, all of these, you know, stress, diet, et cetera, they're all affecting how the bacteria grows on our skin. Um, so let's take diet, for instance. You know, we may have separate triggers um, it may be for some people it's chocolate, for some people it's spicy foods or rich foods or uh, you know, oily foods, but our, our body will respond to these triggers and produce more sebum. Now, sebum is the natural oil that's produced by our skin. It lubricates our skin, keeps it moist and hydrated and, and keeps a, you know, water type barrier on our skin cells. It's really important. But it's also food for this one bacteria that is uniquely evolved to, to eat our sebum and you know, flourish on it. When we eat certain foods and that changes the amount of sebum we're producing or the quality of sebum, the bacteria responds to that by, by growing more aggressively. And that's causing, you know, again, you're going back to bacterial overgrowth being the cause, right? Same thing with stress, obviously very easy to understand when you're stressed, you're sweating more, you're perspiring, you're you know producing more oil. Oil is food for the bacteria, bacteria overgrows. Hormones, right? Hormones, hormonal cycles, as well as like puberty hormones deeply affect um, the amount of sebum that is produced. And, you know, it's, it's the most simple way to illustrate this is that kids don't have acne. You have six-year-old, eight-year-old, you'll never see acne in them. And that's because at that age, their microbiomes do not have this bacteria at all as a major component of the microbiome. When you hit puberty, boys and girls alike start producing large amounts of hormones, which produce a lot of changes. One of those changes is that your skin is, is completely getting remodeled. So your pores get deeper, 
the sebaceous glands, which are these oil producing glands get activated and they start pumping out this oil. And now that you have the food for this bacteria appears on the landscape, these bacteria now start to colonize our skin and become very quickly become the major component. But because it's only at puberty that this bacteria shows up on our microbiome, before puberty, you just never see acne. At puberty, there's this onslaught, right? And as your hormones stabilize, as your skin kind of gets used to the, the oil being produced and the pores getting deeper and all of that, um, a lot of people's acne disappears. So here's another really interesting facet of this, which is all of us on this call, all of our listeners have C acnes on our skin, right? Every adult on earth has C acnes on our skin, but obviously all of us don't have acne. And so it, it really is a, a bit of a subtle, but very important kind of distinction, which is that C acnes is not unequivocally a bad guy. It's meant to be on your skin. It actually plays an important role in maintaining our skin health and preventing just other random bacteria from growing on our skin. But it's the overgrowth, it's the imbalance that's caused by excessive oil production, diet, stress, hormones, you know, genetics. Sometimes, you know, some people have big pores, some people have small pores. Pores are where this bacteria lives, right? There are these little bioreactors where the bacteria are incubating. Um, and so a lot of this stuff, it all comes back to bacterial overgrowth. Wow. That's so interesting. So C-acne, can you spell that for me? Yeah, so C-acnes uh, is cutie bacterium acne. So it's C-U-T-I-B-A-C-T-E-R-I-U-M, cutie bacterium, and acnes, which is A-C-N-E-S. And so the name kind of, kind of gives it away. It's an acne bacteria because it calls it right. the acnes. So, so just... I'm trying to understand this in very simple terms. When you see someone, you know, when their face is just covered in acne, like they have an extreme case of acne, oftentimes it's teenagers, right? That we see that's basically because they hit puberty, their microbiome is maybe out of whack and they're getting this overgrowth on their, of the bacteria Mm -hmm. And that could be due to hormones, stress, diet, all of those things, genetics. Is, right. that, is that correct? Exactly. Okay. So I know that you did some research on this and you found that, you know, some people have clear skin and some people have more persistent acne. What were your findings in that? Yeah, so um, that was kind of the jumping off point for our research. Um, and so we took skin microbiome samples from people with healthy skin and people with acne skin, and we studied those. Now, it turns out that people with healthy skin happen to have a far higher prevalence of C. acnes phages on their skin naturally compared to people with acne. In other words, the phage, the virus that specifically kills this bacteria is associated very heavily with healthy skin um, and it's not very present on acne skin at all. So this gives rise to this hypothesis. You know, we all have those annoying friends who wake up in the morning looking perfect, never wash their face, somehow <laughs> manage to have glowing skin. Um, it could be that, you know, they're... Uh, skin health is because they're naturally carrying around this phage that's keeping 
the the levels of C. acne's balanced and preventing it from overgrowing. And the rest of us just don't happen to have that good luck or or that can roll the dice. So, you know, for, for us as a company, we decided to democratize this amazing organism and we put it in a bottle so that yeah. anyone can have the benefit of it, apply it, add it to the microbiome um, so that, you know, maybe you're not born with it, but um, yeah. you have the, the benefit of balancing your microbiome in a natural way and um, doing it right. That's, that's amazing. Um, we have so many questions to ask you, but when you did these clinical trials that you mentioned, can you share some of the results with what you found? Yeah, absolutely. So you, we did a clinical trial with a third party and, and we tried to do it in sort of the gold standard way. So it was placebo controlled, double blinded, which basically means that the people at the trial didn't know which bottle was had the real stuff and which was fake. Um, not fake, but you know, we call it vehicle, but it's the same, exact same cream, but without the phage in it. And we randomized it. So we just kind of gave it to a whole bunch of people. We or not even we knew the, the blinding. So it's called third-party blinding. So there's a third party that's not us and not the people running the trial. They're sitting separately and they have a master file. So long story short, it, it's a very secure and very non-biased way of running a trial. Um, we asked ourselves four basic questions. Is this safe? Very important because there are so many acne products that are so harsh on the skin um, and we did not want to be that. Um, the second was, is it hitting its target? So in a test tube in the lab, this phage is, you know, the, the most deadly thing to see acnes. But when you apply it to the skin, you know, the, the C. acnes lives in the pore. Is it able to get to the, the bacteria and kill it? The third question we asked is, okay, fine, it's killing the bacteria, but so what? People want their acne to disappear. So is this moving the needle for acne, right? And the last question we, we asked was more mechanistic and more kind of scientific, which is what's happening to the microbiome? We're changing the microbiome in this one very specific way. What's going on? What's the effect? So to answer the first question, the safety was amazing. We had no adverse events, no you know redness, irritation, no side effects at all, which already puts us in a completely different segment, a unique segment in the acne market because no other product does that. Yes. To the second question, we were able to significantly reduce the, the acne bacteria with statistical significance over placebo. Um, and so that said with high confidence, yes, we're hitting the target in a really good way. Um, the third question was, you know, is this effective? Is this making the acne go away? And so we did clinical scoring with dermatologists before and after the, the trial. And we found that the, the phage cohort uh, where we treat them with our product um, has a significant reduction in acne compared to the placebo where they're just getting like a, a, a sham product. And that was amazing. That, you know, that's the, that's the whole caboodle, right? Um, to answer the last question, which is what's happening to the microbiome, we actually see that in the placebo group, you're not seeing an enrichment or an increase in diversity of the microbiome. But when we apply the phage to, to people's skin, they have an, a dramatic increase in their, in their microbiome. Now, what is the benefit or impact of diversity of the microbiome? There's, there's two reasons why it's important. The first reason is that people with uh, acne are known to have low microbiome diversity. And it's thought that if you can just bump up that microbiome diversity, we might be able to cure their acne or at least help them. 
The second is that, you know, around the world, we have a pretty sort of um, universal incidence of acne. More than 85% of any population gets acne at, at some point in their life, whether you're in America or in Europe or in Asia or Africa, doesn't matter. However, there are some pre-industrial nomadic tribes across the world, some in Africa, most, famous, most famously the Yanomami tribe in Brazil. Uh, they, they have had very little external contact. Uh, they still live in a very ancestral kind of you know, way of living. And the interesting thing about the Yanomami tribe is acne is not known to exist at all. Not in wow. adults, not in teenagers. It just never happens. They just don't know what it, like they don't know it to exist. And the biggest difference between their skin and our skin is that their skin microbiome diversity is off the charts. So it turns out that skin microbiome diversity is a big long-term indicator of skin health. And with phages, because we're kind of down-regulating or, or lowering the levels of this you know, acne bacteria, it's freeing up more food, more resources for other bacteria to flourish and build a stronger, more resilient community. That is so fascinating. Yes. So I, I have a couple questions about that. One of them is, let's say you don't have acne. Can you assume that your skin microbiome biome <laughs> is diverse? And if you were to use the products with healthy or clear skin, would that ruin the balance of your microbiome? Would it make it even better? Like, do you, or is that not something right. you've researched? Well, so the great thing about phages is because they're so specific and because they don't really cause any side effects or, or upset any other ecological balance, they're really ideal. So that if you put it on, like we even have people who've used it, got clear skin, and they continue to use it because, um, I mean, we've certainly have had a lot of reports from people saying, oh, you know, I had great skin. I thought I was, you know, free and clear. And then I went away for a weekend and I forgot my, you know, serum at home. <laughs> and then they're like, big mistake. My acne started coming back. Um, so when I got home, I, I started again. And within like three, four days, I was back to clear skin. Um, it's clear to us that applying phages and, and redressing that imbalance, um, some people need it more than others, but if you have clear skin, it's not going to hurt you because if there's no C. acne's overgrowth, then it, it won't do anything. It won't, do, it won't go after other bacteria. It won't upset the balance. It won't induce your skin to make more oil or less oil. Uh, and so in that sense, it's really targeted it does its job when there's not a job to do, it doesn't do any damage. And, you know, even if you don't have full-blown acne, there are a lot of people who kind of have inflammation or, or uneven skin tone or, you know, redness. Um, and a lot of that can be attributed to kind of, you know, like overgrowth of C acnes that's borderline, but not over the top to where the skin responds with, you know, full-blown inflammation. And so we have seen a lot of people with kind of those, those uh, conditions or uh, looking to improve those, uh, see great results with our product. So do you That's use so the cool. product every day? Sorry. Um, yeah, I, I use the whole line pretty often. Uh, I don't use the cleanser as much because I, I don't need to use the cleanser as much, but the serum and the moisturizer, I, I love those products. I use them a lot. But that's so cool. And I'm almost wondering, like we talked a little bit about those secondary factors, meaning like the stress and the diet. And so once you, 
use your product and you get rid of the acne. Almost like a combination of the two can just help your overall microbiome. So also reducing maybe some of the food or sugar or other things as well. Mm -hmm. But that those individually, so just getting rid of, you know, I've told my kids before, I learned about your products. I'm like, you guys, why don't we just like reduce the sugar and eliminate the dairy for a couple of weeks and see if that works, you know? Um, And what you're saying is it's probably not if they have the um, C. acne bacteria and they don't get rid of that, that the diet is not necessarily going to reduce the acne, at least on a long-term basis. It may mitigate it a little bit, but it's not going to completely go away if that bacteria is still present. Right, because you're you're indirectly, you're not addressing the root cause. You're trying to indirectly control the root cause. And, you know, you might have some success, but ultimately, if you hit the root cause, you'll just be much more successful. And, and, you know, to each their own, right? For some people, the trigger for their acne is dairy. For some people, it's chocolate for, you know, and that's because everyone's body is unique. Everyone's food history and and kind of, you know, cultural makeup is different. Um, And so um, whatever it is, you learn that over time and you learn to do less of that, but it's still not a replacement towards actually treating the root cause, which is just really the the most direct way to treat the problem, but also to to keep it away for the long term. I was just going to say, it makes me think of like other things that I've tried with my kids, like apple cider vinegar. I don't know if you've heard of that, Mm -hmm. putting that on the skin. And I kind of wonder if that temporarily kill some of those bacteria you're talking about. We've tried like dry ice in the dermatologist's office where they're taking like the dry ice very gently and they kind of do that and they say it kills the bacteria on the skin. So it's, it's a really fascinating concept to me, the whole thing. Exactly. And all of these may have some antibacterial effects, but remember, you don't want to turn your rainforest into a desert. Right. right? Mm-hmm. And whether you're using dry ice or anything like that or home remedy or even like benzoyl peroxide or something, all of those products, if they're killing bacteria, they're killing everything indiscriminately. Um, Which is such a good point that I had never considered before. And you met, you touched on it a little bit early on when you were talking about your co-founder, Maria, and being on Accutane, but these traditional treatments like the retinoids and the, we talked about benzoyl peroxide and antibiotics and Accutane right? They're all, like to your point, they're turning your rainforest into a desert basically. So that's why for anyone listening out there, especially with kids, you know, we have a lot of adults on that are our followers who we know have children, many of whom are teenagers or maybe approaching those teenage years. And we just want our kids to have good self-esteem and be confident in their own skin. And when they have a face full of acne, they're not, we know it. I mean, I've personally been through it myself as a teenager and even into adulthood and hormonal acne and all the things. And you're, we're so um, quick to just do the Band-Aid fix, Mm -hmm. you know? So trust me, my mom did it too. I went to a dermatologist and I was on the antibiotics and using the creams and all that. But at the end of the day, none of it worked, you know, from a, for on a long-term basis. And so just, yeah, I highly Um, encourage everyone to be listening, who's listening today to go out there and check out your products and we'll talk more about those shortly, but. Yeah. And, and, um, you know, speaking of parents and children, a lot of parents, you know, you know, we talk to a lot of our customers, a lot, many of them happen to be parents buying for their kids. Um, And a very common refrain is, you know, I'm a 
parent concern for my kid because I see that they're struggling with acne. And sometimes acne can have a huge, very dramatic impact on a kid's, um, you know, mental health, their social life, their just general attitude towards life. I mean, we've had such, um, you know, we've had sort of uh, calls from parents who are like, my kid is athletic, super popular, super you know, friendly, has lots of friends. And then he got acne last year and he has become a shell of a human being. He hides at home. Like he got pretty severe acne, but it was, and she was like, I don't like, I feel so bad. I can't recognize my kid anymore. Like what happened to him? And, you know, and then they will go out and look for um, solutions for their problem. And they're surprised and disappointed to learn that nothing has changed since they were a kid, right? It's the same old thing, benzoyl peroxide, Accutane, um, you know, antibiotics. And they're like, surely something, <laughs> yeah. you know, someone yeah. would have come up with something new, but it's, <laughs> it's just really disappointing because a lot of parents remember what it was like for them when they were teenagers, how difficult it was and how they had to struggle through the, the irritation and the dryness and the painful skin. Um, and they don't wish that on their kid. Um, and so it, it really is a shame that innovation has kind of failed us in this, this area, but, you know, we're trying to, to really move the needle here. And, um, you know, it's, it's like <laughs> if you go out into your garden one day and find a, a weed in your lawn, um, what are you going to do about it? You're not going to pour gasoline all over your garden and set the whole thing on fire <laughs> just to get rid of that one weed. But that's what we're doing to our microbiome. We're setting it on fire every day. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, that's bonkers. So instead you just scoop out the weed, you know, replace it with the, a patch of dirt or grass and you're done. That's exactly what our technology does. It, it only kills the bad bacteria that's hurting you and causing disease and, and not anything else. So I think this is the perfect time to dive into your product, Phyla. And, um, I know it includes a proprietary probiotic ingredient, the phage, I believe you're calling it. Um, Can you explain to us, you know, your product line, how they're working and actually outline like on a daily basis, how a person would use the products? Yeah. So our product is, is our product line is very simple and intentionally designed to be minimalist and very easy to just fold into your daily regimen. Um, It's a three-step system, which, you know, a lot of people who are already using, you know, skincare products and taking care of their skin will be familiar with. Uh, It consists of a cleanser, a serum, and a moisturizer. Um, You start off with a cleanser, and it's a non-foaming cleanser, so it's very gentle on your skin. It doesn't strip its oils. Um, It has salicylic acid and tea tree oil, so uh, the, the purpose there is to gently exfoliate your skin Uh, open up the pores and prepare it to receive the serum. Uh, After you've used the cleanser, you move on to the serum, which has our, you know, proprietary active phage. Um, You apply the phage phage serum to your skin. um, And, you know, it's a pretty easily spreadable serum. So, um, you can you can get good coverage there as well. And what that does is then it starts dropping phage into these open pores to then hit the bacteria and control their overgrowth. Um, and, and like I, I said- Can I interrupt you for one second? Do absolutely. you recommend then that people like put it all over their entire face or just like spot treat or what is your suggestion there? 
I mean, we encourage people to use it over their entire face. Of course, you know, everyone's usage and, and mileage varies. So some people use it more as a spot treatment, but, um, you know, we provide the product in a 60 day supply. And the reason is that we, you know, what we've seen in our trial is that the microbiome is, is hard to move, move and remodel and, and hard to change. And most people start seeing results. You know, some people start seeing results really early, but for typical people, up, you know, it's between six to eight weeks that they start seeing results. And that's not to be, uh, that's not unexpected because acne is a chronic condition, right? No one ever said, oh, remember those two weeks in eighth grade, I had acne and then I never had it again. <laughs> You've had it for months and years and uh, it, it's an ongoing thing. So um, we try to get people to try it and be patient because you need to have a healthy long-term relationship with your skin. And like anything else, there's no quick fix, right? Everything takes time when you're starting a new exercise routine or a new diet and you want to lose weight, you know, you're not going to lose it all in, in one week or two weeks. Mm -hmm. So, um, so, you know, one, thank you for sending the product products to Marnie and myself. And I have two teens that are have for sure have some acne. One just got home from camp yesterday. So she's already like taking it from her brother who started using it and, you know, we're walking <laughs> through it. So this is very helpful. So I know exactly what to tell her. Right. Um, but they're both really excited to start using this because, and, and it's, I'm not having them give up sugar and dairy. So they're kind of excited about that. But <laughs> <laughs> um. And you, so you didn't, I know before you dive into another question, Stephanie, you stopped at the serum and I don't think you finished talking yeah, about the Yeah, sorry. I'll just round out the, the product lineup. Um, so yeah, the serum has active phages um, and, and the cleanser and the moisturizer don't have active phages, but they're actually formulated to support the system. And that's because we did a lot of formulation work. We spent two years in formulation because we needed to stabilize this live microorganism, which is actually quite a difficult challenge. Um, but while we were doing this research, we realized there are a lot of skincare ingredients that actually cause big swings in the microbiome. Uh, and we're not sure that other companies are aware of that, but um, that kind of gave us pause. And so we had to like make sure that you have a cleanser that's compatible with the serum. You have a moisturizer because you don't want to put the phages on, on your skin and then kill them immediately with, with something else that, that wouldn't really help. Um, so, so you apply the serum and then after that, you know, a lot of people after cleansing their skin, just don't like that tight feeling or, or need more hydration, especially, you know, especially a lot of our customers come to us having tried a lot of other medications, which have dried out their skin so much that it just needs more care. So the moisturizer is just a really light whipped kind of texture, which gives a lot of hydration without greasiness or heaviness. Um, and it's just great to put on any time of day, but um, a, a great companion to the system. So three steps, you know, your full cleansing and moisturizing needs, um, you can do it. We, we recommend twice a day um, just for compliance and, and to get the maximal benefit. Um, but it's it's really something that anyone can incorporate in the regimen. It's, it's not a, you know, 10 step product and it's, it's all you need. We don't want to create products that just <laughs> stuff it in people's mm -hmm. pockets just, just because we think they need it. We want to give people the, the stuff that they need that works for them that gets the job done. Well, which is great. And you're dealing a lot with teenagers, not entirely, because like we said, many adults have it, but the simpler, the better for, mm -hmm. for everyone, right? Yeah. Especially starting a new routine. 
So let's dive in and talk a little bit about maybe the ingredients that are in the products. You're very transparent on your website. You have a full list of all the ingredients. And I know they're all, you know, very safe in addition to being effective. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So all the ingredients are non-comedogenic, which means they don't clog the pores, uh, which obviously is essential for an acne product. Um, We also have used a lot of skin similar ingredients. So, so for example, uh, the oil that we use to formulate our, our products. And again, you know, I want to emphasize oil is not the enemy because a lot of people think, oh, I have acne. Um, let me just dry out my skin. And they're partially right because the, the oil in our skin is what's feeding these bacteria. But the oil that your skin produces is, is being produced for a reason. It, it's meant to keep your skin healthy and supple and, and prevent sort of premature aging and, and fine lines and wrinkles. And so when you're drying out your skin, you're, you're putting your skin at risk of getting that, right? Premature aging and, and, and all of that stuff, exposing your skin to the elements and not protecting it right. So um, we use a, an oil called Yehoba oil, which is the most similar to human sebum. Um, and so basically, again, it's a skin similar ingredient. We also use squalane, which is naturally produced by our skin cells and, and is used to keep skin cells supple and, and healthy. Um, I, as I mentioned, the cleanser, salicylic acid and uh, tea tree oil, you know, great ingredients, very mild, very you know, calming and, and uh, great for skin. And um, yeah, and, and obviously the phage is sort of the star ingredient in the serum and um, that's proprietary to us, result of a lot of research and, um, you know, that's, that's our secret sauce. So awesome. I, I, that, yeah, that sounds very clean and simple, which is nice. Um, I think that's great. And I'm wondering, how do you help or make suggestions to the teen that's the pimple popper or squeezer or picker. <laughs> I know I have a son who likes to pick his pimples uh-huh. and his scabs, which drives me batty as a mother. But mm-hmm. I'm wondering, um, I don't know, what your thoughts on that are. <laughs> well, unfortunately, pimple popping and squeezing and all of that causes scarring. Mm-hmm. And that no one wants that. And it's hard whether you're telling your kid or, or sort of tempted to do it yourself because it's on there. You're self-conscious or you, you obsess over certain parts of your, your face. And um, it's just sort of sometimes a nervous habit as well. So I fully understand the impulse. And it's easy for me to say it's very hard to do to say, stop it. You, you should probably have the same experience as a parent. <laughs> But um, yeah, I would say that, you know, it's going to cause scarring. um, So don't do it. Um, Even with like, you know, if if you're doing or if if you need your pimples popped at the most, go to like a licensed to trained person who can do it. Um, But even then it's unnecessary. You know, it's not medically necessary. It's not going to help the pimples go away or the acne go away because if there's inflammation another one will pop right out and and you're risking infection of the pore and and stuff like that so it's it's not a good reason to do it so what do you think about extractions though like when you go get a facial Mm -hmm. and i mean i've gotten them before and it is freaking painful i know it's necessary but are you saying that maybe that isn't even a good idea and i'm not talking for like big 
acne, you know, like major acne, but just like the little white head or a black head. Yeah. No, that's fine. Like I said, you know, if, if you're going to a trained professional and they're doing it without damaging your skin or, or you know, rupturing. So some pe- it, it also depends on skin. Some people have thicker skin. Some people have very thin skin and very, you know, mm-hmm. capillaries close to the, the um, skin, uh, to the surface. Um, and, and when you're doing these extractions, you can actually puncture a whole bunch of uh, capillaries and cause a lot of bruising and damage. And again, sometimes that leads to scars. So you know, if you have that kind of skin, you'll very easily know that and you won't probably do that. But to each their own, obviously, like I said, do it with a trained professional if you if you need to. Um, and then, yeah, some people do it for um, um, just that visceral pleasure of like, oh, that's so gross, but it's so cool. <laughs> so. Oh, or they follow the pimple popper, right? Yeah. On no, Instagram, yeah. Exactly. It's like, it's gross, but you can't look away kind of thing. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh gosh. That's really funny. So do you have a story about it? Like a teenager that you can think of off the top of your head that just like that you helped Mm -hmm. in that or your product helped, I should say, and kind of changed his or her life? (laughs) hundred percent. There are so many stories um, that, that I can share and, and, you know, they, a lot of them come with kind of photos or, you know, before afters that are just so dramatic. Um, so I guess there was this one uh, consumer, one, one user who um, kind of bought the product and we saw when she bought the product and she sent us an email and it was just two weeks after she bought the product. And in her email, she said, um, this is great. You know, she said, I've, I've used pretty much every over-the-counter product on the market. Your big brands, your niche brands. We've been to the dermatologist several times um, and I was just really frustrated. Um, and she said, you know, I've had, you know, medium to bad acne since I was a teenager. And she sent us this photo of like before and after. And it was just, it had just been two weeks. And it was just astonishing to me the the kind of progress that she had made in that time. And I remember after I think three months or four months, um, we noticed that she stopped using it. So, you know, we love to talk to our customers. We're we're always looking to hear from them, understand them and and see, you know, how we can serve them better. So we decided to give her a call because I got this kind of amazing testimonial or this amazing email. And then um, she stopped using it and she said, oh no, I still use it. Uh, I haven't stopped. I've just kind of slowed down. So I was using it twice a day. So I'm using it once a day. And so I'm not ordering often enough. So that's why I didn't buy it like the last time I was supposed to on my subscription. But she was like, I'm still acne free. This is the longest I've been acne free that I can remember. And it's basically changed my life. It's changed how I interact with my friends. Um, I go out so much more. Um I don't have any fear of like, oh, you know, should I, shouldn't I? It's always like, yes, let's let's go out. Let's do this. Let's have fun. And it was just really gratifying because, you know, as a scientist, I'm used to working in a lab, long hours, just doing stuff just to, you know, get answers, get results, get a project done. But then to see the fruits of that project kind of touch people's lives and, and really move 
um, move people to embrace you know, skin health, healthier lifestyles, and, and change how they live their life is very gratifying. That's wonderful. That's, yeah, like you said, very gratifying. So mm-hmm. great. Um, so as we start to wrap up this conversation, we love leaving our listeners with just some simple, practical tips or strategies that people can immediately implement into their lives. Can you share maybe, you know, one or two of your tips for anyone out there who may be wanting to improve their skin or their microbiome um, or help their kids with acne? Yeah. Um, you know, number the number one misconception that I, I feel a lot of people have is, is that they want to dry their skin out to, to treat acne. And like we've discussed, you know, it, it indirectly affects the acne bacteria, but it doesn't get to the root cause. And there's so many disadvantages of having dry skin um, that I really wouldn't recommend it. Um, um, obviously, acne and, you know, with most things with your skin are is like a journey, right? Mm. And especially when you're a teenager, but even, you know, well into adulthood, it's a lot about learning what's good for your skin, learning how your body reacts to certain foods or products. And so just have kind of patience with yourself and just remember to kind of take self-care, understand your body better. It's always a a great idea, serves us well. Um, And yeah, uh, you know, we have a lot of science and clinical data and education on our website. So I always encourage parents and, and teenagers, anyone who has acne or who wants to help someone with the acne to visit our website, make up their mind for themselves. Because fundamentally, you know, for me as a scientist, um, I love to kind of be part of educating people, myth busting, you know, helping people understand topics better. And as skincare consumers, we've never been, you know, more educated. We know so much more about what ingredients we want, uh, what ingredients we don't want, even where we want them to be sourced from, right? Fair trade and organic and so on. But when it comes to acne, there's still so much misconception misconception and confusion of like, oh, I'm trying this. Is this good? You You know, I've heard that, um, you know, drying out your skin is good or are these home remedies fine? That it's, I think, really important for us as a brand and, and for me as a sort of scientist and educator to make sure that the right message is going out, that people are asking questions and there's forums for them to learn. And so, you know, that's something we can offer and, and we take that very seriously. I think that's wonderful. I love that you have this like science-backed education component because I do think there are a ton of misconceptions out there about acne and you know i like the i like that you said it's a journey because people are looking for a quick fix often stephanie and i talk about you know that it's a journey that health overall is a journey not a destination cuz mm-hmm. we're constantly trying to learn and tweak and figure out what works for us and so i love that you know now we're talking about applying that to our skin um so you mentioned checking out your website. If you can let all our listeners know how they can find Phyla, um, mm-hmm. where they can go, and we'll link it all up in the show notes. Absolutely. Um, so we are Phyla, and you can find us at phylabiotics.com. Um, we are at phylabiotics on all social media platforms, uh, such as Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, etc. Uh, also just started on TikTok, which is a, a very interesting journey. And, 
Mm. It's always great. I love TikTok to consume it. And it's just so fascinating to me. And I learned so much on it. It's it's become to me like sort of a YouTube where I'm like, oh, I want to learn something. I'm, I'm going there. Um, yeah. And that's us. So, so check out phylobiotics.com. Um, and we have a lot of information. Obviously, we have, we have our products there as well. But hopefully you'll find what you need. Yeah. And I know you have a special offer for our listeners. That's right. We're, we're offering a, a special offer for uh, the listeners of this podcast, uh, 15% off. The discount will be in the show notes. So, you know, if you're interested in purchasing these products, head over to phylobiotics.com and apply the code. Thank you very Great. much. So, Yag, as we wrap up this conversation, one thing we like to ask all of our guests is what does the art of living well mean to you? Um, I, I think the biggest sort of principle that I try to apply every day and all the time is, is a concept of balance. Um, and so I'm a, I'm a big fan of the, the Stoic philosophy, the, the sort of ancient Greek philosophy of Stoicism. And, you know, in a nutshell, what it is, is it says there is, you know, what you can't control the things that happen to you. The only thing you can control and the one thing that you have a hundred percent control of is how you respond to it. Right. And stoicism is a lot about balance, right? It's like when good things happen, don't be ecstatically happy. When bad things happen, don't be incredibly sad and depressed. Try to practice an equanimity, try to practice a sense of just steady balance, which doesn't mean that you can't or shouldn't feel deep emotion. It's just that you, you should feel it, but then also temper it with, with a certain sort of balance um, outlook. And, you know, especially with entrepreneurship, certainly with science, where there's just so much failure in terms of, oh, this experiment didn't work and that, you know, idea didn't pan out. Um, it, it really kind of helps to nourish the spirit and support you when <laughs> the chips are down and, and you do just need to something to pick you up. But I think balance is something that that really is the key. And as I get older, I feel like, um, yeah, the you know, it's like the the Kipling song, uh, the Kipling poem. If um, you know, if you can, if you know, face up to victory and defeat, and treat both those imp imposters the same. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think that's that's good advice to live by. That that was beautiful. So well said, and a good reminder for me to get the the Daily Stoic book that I have out, <laughs> um, and start and start reading those again to and to my kids. So. It's great advice. Thank you. Good start. This is, yeah, this has been wonderful having you on. Um, really fun and enlightening conversation that we know everyone's going to um, take a lot away from. So. And thanks for educating thank us you. and our listeners because yes. I learned a lot in this episode today. So thank Absolutely. you. It's a pleasure. And thank you for having me on. Um, I had a blast. And um, I hope your listeners, you know, found some interesting information in here. I'm sure they did. And I will, I'm going to have my kids take photos before photos. Okay. That's a great <laughs> idea. And then, yes, yes. So, and we'll let you know. All right. Have Thank a great you so day. much. You too. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Bye bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Art of Living Well podcast. We are so grateful that you joined us today. 
you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or anyone else you think may benefit from this information. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast, leave us a review, and tag the Art of Living Well podcast on social media. If you want more inspiration in between episodes, you can find us on social media at theartofliving underscore well on Instagram and Facebook, where we will share snippets from our daily lives and our journey to living well. Thank you.